Hey everybody, it's been exactly one month since the last time I got on here to talk to you all and I also just had my latest column in Angler Magazine come out and so I figured if um, if you all will indulge me, I may just start offering audio readings of my different columns and writings that I do in different magazines or different places around. Uh, but anyway, so the latest column that I wrote is called The Futility of Fighting Fog and I hope that you enjoy it. Let me start by saying that I find the heavy, quiet, and low visual range of fog to be quite relaxing. But then again, if I'm out on the water, it usually is in a canoe, without any noise except the occasional tap of my rod resting back onto the yoke across the center of my canoe, or the accidental thud of my paddle against the sidewall of my boat. I suppose to people in a larger craft that are used to moving much faster and require more depth to navigate, fog can be at the least a frustration, at the most a dire concern. I look at ground clouds as nature's pause button on human busyness. Thick fog, which can pop up around our region of the country this time of year, depending on stubborn fronts sneaking in under the cold weather push of the Ohio Valley's shared Canadian air, can look like large blankets of cotton, or like someone in the heavens has walloped a huge helping of Cool Whip on the fields and valleys where water rests and flows. Sometimes it will come to rest along just the top halves of engulfed ridgelines. Now, I suppose that people who have very important business and goals to attend to can grow rather impatient with fog. After all, when you need to get from point A to point B in a specific window of time, something like not being able to see more than 100 feet in front of you can kind of hinder your progress. But I think that's the point, because everything in nature has a point. Fog forces us to slow down, to dial in our senses on our surroundings more. You could just blaze forward recklessly and hope that you don't get into any serious accidents, but your luck will run out. Better to take your time and be intentional. Connect with your environment closely. If you've read my column over the years in Angler Magazine, then you already know that I'm not just talking about being on the water, walking a ridgeline, or driving down some country road. I'm talking about life in general. We all encounter a good share of fog in our lives, whether it be uncertainty in our careers, finances, health, or even in relationships. It can be hard to see what lies ahead. Obstacles can spring up on you with little to no notice if you move too fast during times of fog. Like in nature, so too is the reality in our daily lives. When you encounter thick fog, slow down. Dial in your senses to your surroundings. Listen closely for small sounds to help point your way toward a shore or away from the danger. Be intentional with each gentle move you make. The fog will pass. It always does. So lean into it as an opportunity to relax your pace. Nature always points our way to living more harmoniously, if we will just listen to its advice. Welcome the chance to slow down as needed. An occasional friend, rather than a waste of any energy, in the futility of fighting fog. Alright, I hope you all enjoy that reading of my latest column in Angler Magazine. If you go to Angler Magazine, if you go to coastalanglermag.com, search Matt Matan, there's a whole bunch of reading there. If you enjoyed that and you want to check out more of the columns, I appreciate you listening. Please share and pass along uh, this podcast to your friends and family, and I'd greatly appreciate it. Until the next time, take care. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.